Undiplomatic is an unscripted and unfiltered podcast hosted by Zulf Hayek Khan that will explore the intersection of business, politics and culture in Slovakia with a host of high-level guests across the spectrum telling their stories. So what do you eat in a day? Breakfast, oats, eggs? Uh, exactly. Like uh, my routine looks like this. I'm waking up. Yeah. I'm starting my day from the eggs and uh, ground beef. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite breakfasts that I have, yeah. right? I'm taking about two eggs yeah. so with about like 70-80 grams of the ground beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in the few hours, I'd say four or five hours, I'm eating the cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so far, no carbs? Absolutely. Yeah. So far, no carbs. And only then I'm starting to eat white rice still with the beef mm-hmm. or with the fish. Using that nervous energy into something positive you really enjoy. This rule, going to the comfort zone, makes you a man. This majority of our decisions in the life which are taking us on the next level. They're about nervous, they're about anxious, they're about also night without sleeps. Turn on any social media, you'll see 800 guys telling you about calorie deficit. The 800 same guys, different guys, different things telling you about calorie deficit. Or telling you that compound lifts are, are important. You have to diversify your content. So the comedy thing is something that's interesting. I don't want to be like a comedian on the Instagram, right? <laughs> I want to share with them motivational videos, motivational content. I want to inspire people to go to the gym and move their ass. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the Undiplomatic Podcast. Now, normally I have older guests here from the business community, but I'm very lucky today that I've got a young guest in the studio with me today, a two-time Guinness World Record holder, a kickboxer of fame, a local celebrity in Slovakia, uh, and uh, a pro trainer, Pavel Trusov. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining Undiplomatic. Thank you very much for invitation. I'm so pleased to be here. I hope we'll bring here on the table such interesting topics. We'll talk about the sport, we'll talk about the business, everything, and our viewers will be so great too. Well, great. Well, thank you. I, I like your enthusiasm. One thing I want to ask you, you're not the tallest guy. Do people ever suddenly think, well, I seen his Instagram videos, I could beat him up in real life. Do you get that ever? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I really like it. I really like it because you can use it as a weapon. People don't know who you are. Uh-huh. People just making their conclusion when they see you. First time they see you, they're saying, oh, that's, this guy is so tiny. This guy is too <laughs> short. And they're saying, wow, he's fast. I love this one. Yeah. And it makes you more dangerous though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Underestimated. Exactly. When you're smaller, you're faster. When you're more tiny, you're faster. But you can be sharp. You can be as a blade. It can be like Bruce Lee. Be like water. Absolutely. I love it. I, I, I really like this idea. I, I really like this idea to not become big. Uh-huh. I like an idea of becoming fast, becoming absolute unpredictable in your moves. That's the same in the life. That's not only about the ring. You know what I mean? I love that. When, when you're going outside, people see maybe you're not so short, but some of the people feel, regardless his height, he's still maybe dangerous inside. They feel you. Well, I'm so glad that you're here today. There's lots of things I want to ask you about. We'll start in a minute about your beginnings when you started fighting at eight years old. I don't even think I could tie my shoelaces at eight, but you were already winning competitions in your region. Uh, Then we'll talk a little bit about your move to Slovakia. And and then we'll talk a little bit about your brand. In fact, you are a businessman. You're an entrepreneur. You have nearly 500 or 600,000 followers on Instagram. Um, In Slovak terms, you're definitely a celebrity. Um, so I'll st- I'd like to start with the beginning. D- how did you know at eight years old or seven years old that you wanted to be a fighter? Was this something in your family? Was there a, a, tr- a history, a tradition? I'd like to start my story when I just began my trainings, right? I, I started my sessions since uh, 
six years old, I've been extremely young. I didn't understand what's up. My parents <laughs> first time brought me to the gym when I was six. I see about 40 big guys drinking and I absolutely no clue what's going on, right? And I guess like the first two years, even till the moment when I was compete first, I got eight years old. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand what's up, what's going on. I didn't understand what's up, but I felt other energy. I mm -hmm. felt the discipline from the other man. I'm coming to the gym at six years old. I probably don't know how to throw even the chip, mm -hmm. but I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow with the big guys who are extremely powerful, who support me in all my undertakings, mm -hmm. who give me their shoulder when I'm on the competition first time when I'm eight years old. And I found this for me as a integral part of my life. I just cannot imagine my life without it. And if without, if, if I didn't train this, if my parents didn't bring me mm -hmm. first time in the gym, I will not sit here. That's incredible. And you know, one thing I'd like to tell our viewers and our listeners that you are a self-taught English speaker just from YouTube. So exactly. there, there is proof that YouTube actually has a value. So I'm very impressed, by the way, with how you speak English from being self-taught. You didn't learn that at school. Clearly, discipline and focus is something that's been very important in you from a young age. I really appreciate it. For me, that means a lot because it means I'm working not in vain, right? That's the reason. And at least we can communicate now. We can share our message with, with a lot of people, mm -hmm. right? Who will see it and maybe who dub now like... Uh, I have no teacher, I have really no money for the teacher, mm -hmm. but I really want to start, but I'm scary. You cannot be scary of the anything, right? If you want to, if you want to be the best, you have to do a lot, right? You have to do real a lot with the English the same. Uh, about the English, I have to tell you a funny story. <laughs> uh, when the first time came to Slovakia, I, I was a coach. Like uh, people, people invite me here just, just to train, right? And I start to work in the, some local gym here in the Racha, in this, in the small district. Mm -hmm. I start to work here and, uh, I taught, uh, I taught people without any language. I was speaking half Russian. Mm -hmm. I was speaking few words in, uh, uh in English mm -hmm. with the Google translate. It was absolutely horrible. And, uh, <laughs> in the one of the day, uh, the main, the main coach of the gym, also, uh, also owner, he said to me, Pavel, you have to train to the 40 people from the Czech Republic after my work day. I do not speak any language yeah. without any language. And I manage them. I manage them. And I believe that's not only about the language, that's about the, uh, your way, right? Like how you feel it, how you feel others. You have to be professional. If you're professional, I believe you can train people even without language. It's a really good message. And I, I can see just from the brief time that I've spent with you that you're very ambitious and yes. you're very driven and you're very passionate. So I don't think obstacles uh, are something that you let stand in your way. You, you smash through obstacles. So, but you see, you speak English and you're comfortable. You're comfortable here speaking English. Yeah, yeah. For a, for a Russian speaker, learning Slovak, is that difficult? Uh, to be honest with you, when I came, when I came here, I started to learn first English. And I that's a much more important language. Exactly. Like <laughs> I, I just found this for myself is exceedingly important to speak English. That's mm -hmm. my business, right? Mm -hmm. I, I travel to the different countries and I have to know the language, what I will speak with them. Right. And usually that's English people. I'm going to the Netherlands. People speak Dutch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the other countries, to the Belgian people speak French, mm -hmm. but anyway, everybody knows a little bit English. Mm -hmm. That's why. English for myself, priority number one right now. And I like to learn more, more and more different cultures, different like Australian English, like a difference between American and Australian. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I see you're passionate about that languages too. That's cool. I want to go back to that eight year old Pavel yeah. and you were winning all these competitions and stuff. What was then the next step for you? Well, to be honest with you, how I mentioned before, I was small. I was really young, right? I was eight years old. I remember like now my first competition. Mm -hmm. And when 
one were shedding the light on the first competition, the ser that's the, such an amazing environment. Mm -hmm. And I really believe, I really believe that each man has to at least once stay on the ring, regardless of your ages, right? Your 30, 40, your 10 does not matter, but you have to try what's that. Then it didn't sleep when you didn't sleep night before, yeah. when you didn't eat properly one day before, yeah. when you're coming and you feel your hands are not movable yeah. at all, you're because that's your stress. And I'm really big fan of this, you know, when you, when you're a surreal man going inside the struggle, mm -hmm. exactly when you feel so much nervous deep down, mm -hmm. but you're still pushing it. And you have to remember these moments for the old young man who going to go to the ring, for example, tomorrow, going to watch us. You have to remember that your opponent have the same, has the same feelings. Your opponent has the same really heavy hands, yeah. such a heavy hat but he still want to kill you. You still have to manage it. You know what I mean? Somehow uh, it's, it's very primal. It's like uh, yeah. understanding using that negative, that nervous energy into something positive, an area I think you, you really enjoy right out of, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Because these, this rule of the out, uh, um, this rule of going a few out of the, uh, of the comfort zone ma makes you a man. Exactly. Exactly this one. For example, a vast majority of our decisions in the life, which are making us, uh, which are taking us on the next level, they're about nervous, they're about anxious, they're about also uh, night without sleeps. Yeah. But we are who we are. We have to push. If you're a man, you have to push. You're the fighting philosopher. Maybe that's a new tagline for you. All right, all right. The fighting philosopher. I'm down. Um, so one thing I wanted to go back to this competition. Let's talk about your achievements. There's super, there's loads of achievements, uh, belts, titles, Eastern region, the region that you win. Talk me through some of the, the, the proudest moments you had through your career. Um, how I mentioned before, I started to compete since eight years old. Yeah. I stopped to compete when I got... Uh, 17, mm -hmm. I think that was the Russian championship. Mm -hmm. uh, I was competing all these years mm -hmm. since the uh, eight till 17, every year to free competition, at least, you know, for the six months. Uh, but I didn't so much like to compete because I still was a child mm -hmm. and I didn't have this mindset what I have now. But now I feel that's definitely uh, let's a mark on me. And I feel this in my mind that uh, they all these things they foreign to me. They they all these things they formed uh, who we uh, who we are right mm -hmm. now. All these obstacles, all these struggles, right? And uh, I I think I won uh, my uh, my city championship about ten times or even more. Yeah. I won a Russian championship twice, mm -hmm. but I'm taking Guinness records as a biggest achievement for the myself. So talk us through the Guinness Book of Records. It's the most amount of consecutive punches in the or most full extension punches in the one and three minutes. Yeah. Uh, first we achieved, uh, we broke the record with the punches in the one minute, uh -huh. then we broke record with the three minutes. And did the, did the guys from the Guinness Book of Records come and give you the piece of paper or, um, did, or did they send it in the post? To be honest with you, we have to reveal how that works, right? <laughs> yeah, For please. all people who, who watch us, uh, we, you have two options, right? You mm -hmm. have first option, you're paying about 8K or mm -hmm. something and official commission come into your place and you don't need any other man, you don't need cameraman, anything, just like one person mm -hmm. is coming, they, they will record you, they will take care about you, they do everything. Or uh, you have to find any team of the people, mm -hmm. right, who are also have 
enough state use mm-hmm. to uh, to check you're extending your hand, you're not extending your hand, who will be able to control all details, uh, uh, like a timekeepers, sure. uh, professionals in the martial arts and what I've been doing, right? Yeah. I just found three guys who are following how I'm extending my hands. Yeah. I found few timekeepers, professional runners who yeah. knows how timers works. And there we go. Uh, people were extremely strict with me. Guinness record book commission still, when I'm saying them evidence, they have to check it. Yeah. And uh, you're becoming or you're not becoming the new Guinness record holder. That's all. Super cool, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. I don't have a Guinness uh, record for anything other other than probably being the most annoying man in in the world. (laughs) But that's an achievement that no one can ever take away. I remember when I grew up, I was watching boxing and it was Tyson in that era. And I think he held the Guinness record for the fastest punch ever thrown in an official bout, which was about... 129 uh, mph or 149 kph. Have you ever measured how fast you've you've punched? Is that have you ever done that? The speed of the punching uh, or the kicks? I never uh, I never measure it to be honest with you. But um, when I when I was doing when I was um, in my attempt to throw Guinness record, uh, that was about six punches per one second, five six punches per one second to within one minute. If you want to go on the highest level, you have to be ready to punch really a lot. Well, I'm glad that you're my friend because I don't want to get in a fight with you. That's for sure. Um, what, what, I'm, I'm always fascinated by these things. Is there a 29 year old Pavel? Now you're 29. Even though, even, in the one month older. You're 28. You're st- to me, you're still a young bambino, um, but you're 28 years old. And if you look back to 17-year-old Pavel, do you f- and now you have a passion in different areas. You're helping people with your training programs. You've got a rehab thing for people because you hurt your knee. You, you started a program that helps people train smart. Is there a part of you that regrets that you didn't compete more? You could have gone to the Olympics. You could have been uh, Conor McGregor. You've got the personality, right? You could have been an MMA. Uh, that's a really good question, though. Uh, I... I have these thing, uh, these things in my mind really often mm-hmm. uh, that I sometimes want to go back in the time machine. And uh, is it too late for a twenty-nine-year-old to compete? Um, uh, the question is now. I'm focusing mostly on the business. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing mostly on the coaching, and all all these things all in my path showed me that I really like to teach people. I really like to be a coach for the people because I start to grow in this area exactly, and I want to become a fully professional in this area. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come to me right now and I feel how they need me. They need uh, some mentor, they need some coach who will train them, who will give some training advices, who will speak with them about also their family issues. If you're a coach, you have to be a coach in the all yeah. areas, absolutely. And I try to provide for the people comprehensive approach, definitely try to teach them with my best. But definitely I feel mm-hmm. how if I got back back in the day, a really good coach and if pa- pa- someone had if someone had been like you as a 29 year old to a exactly. 17 year old i public. really i have these thoughts right that i want to be a coach for the myself for the myself of the 17 years old i want to teach this guy and give now these actual advices but we have to do what we have to do right yeah. that's just the path because i see you're very charismatic as well i think mma would have been something that would have su- suited your personality because it's all about branding it's all about the show as well also i, I don't know if kickboxing is a part of the olympic program is it a part of the olympic no, 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 no. just boxing but boxing but they they removed karate this year as well 
uh, in Paris and they've introduced other sports. It's strange that karate is gone. Yeah. Um, but MMA, I could see you in. Have you been in the octagon? I've never been in the octagon because no. I, I, I don't know how to do wrestling, to be honest with yeah. you. All this time, in like a, um, all this time since the, my childhood, I was really passionate about the punches, mm -hmm. about punches and kicks and make them up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's really hard, to be honest with you. We have to, uh, we have to give the kudos to the all mm -hmm. MMA fighters because these guys have the to train, have to train much more than yeah. even kickboxers because yeah. they have also wrestling days and they have other conditions. They have to maintain other conditions for the wrestling. That's really hard. I, I want to ask about your parents a little bit. Yeah. How do mom and dad feel when their son is getting hit? To be honest with you, uh, I just want to reveal a little bit more information to, of, about my parents. Please. Because my parents are part and parcel of me. Yeah. Uh, without them, I will be absolutely nobody, yeah. to be honest with you. I know I'm already probably an old man. And old man... <laughs> How does that make me feel? <laughs> no, come on. And old man has to move by himself mostly, right? Mm -hmm. You're a man, you're just going forward. But my parents... They made me, they helped me in all situations when I got these obstacles. When I was young, I, I was a little bit blind in the some of the really, really huge hardships, right? But they, they pull my ass, they control me, mm -hmm. they put me again on this path, mm -hmm. and I was controlling this. My mom and my dad, they were, they never said me how I have to do, but they always supported you. They always supported me in all these things. What I was saying, when I was saying, I feel how I will not do it. I just, I feel I have no power to achieve it. Absolutely, I have no energy. And they're saying, you will. Just try. We tried it before and uh, we have what we have. Uh, when I was moving here to Slovakia first time, you have to know that like, first my dad opened business here, right? Mm -hmm. I was a coach in Russia. I got groups, more than 40 people who trained with me. Mm -hmm. They're coming to me every day. They text me messages. I was, I, I was feeling how I don't want to move at all anywhere. I have my... You were happy. Absolutely. Yeah. I have my comfort zone. I have people surrounding me. Everything is going great. And my dad is saying, oh, brother, you have to move. You just have to do any, some steps forward. Mm -hmm. We came once to Slovakia. I came to the gym and people uh, saying, okay, man, like... Uh, do you want to be a coach? I love what you're doing. Yeah. I see your Instagram. I like, I like your work. And I'm thinking that what I have to do right now, I have to move. Yeah, but more than that, I wanted to know about, you know, being a professional fighter or an amateur fighter yeah. and you're competing in these competitions. I'm a father and I, I'm worried. My daughter's a gymnast. They get yeah. coached by Russians and Ukrainians. So they know about discipline, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm always worried about my children because you're a parent. But your mom didn't mind that you were getting punched in the face and kicked? Uh, she was going to the sum of the, my competition. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa was going also. I'm absolutely proud. Full family support. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm absolutely... I remember how she was crying. I remember how she was screaming. I mm -hmm. remember her screams. She was feeling and she was feeling this deep down inside. All yeah. my punches, what I'm throwing. Oh. Exactly. And I love the idea that some of the parents always with the kid. Yeah. And for me, as... Still, I'm her, I'm her child, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm so proud of my mom. I'm so proud of your support and help, but definitely she was worrying so was much. Right. But my dad was saying, man, you have to. Okay, so now we fast forwarded it. You've, you, you moved to Slovakia. Your father had businesses elsewhere. And then he decided to change and move his business here for complications. And then you, you walked into a, a, a gym and then everyone started saying, I love what you do on your Instagram. And then it created a new path for you. You wanted to help and you wanted to coach. 
Talk me a little through your coaching program. What makes yours a little bit different? Uh, I try to look on the kickboxing from the other side. Mm -hmm. I try to find kickboxing also the sport, uh, also as a sport for the everyone. That yeah. means uh, some people are saying me this pretty pretty often. I hear from the people uh, they are saying I'm not ready for the kickboxing. That's so dangerous for me. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. If you're in the hands of the right coach who will give you this healthy kickboxing stuff, right? Who will who will try to provide? For I mean, you. it's great cardio as well, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're burning a lot of calories. Your muscles developing. But I. I have to uh, I have to spill the beans of the my training approach, right? Mm -hmm. I try to provide for the people absolutely like an individual approach. Yeah. That means when you're coming to the my session, I will first start to ask you, do you have any injuries? Do you have any traumas? And how can I help you with this? If you have any injury of your shoulder, you cannot punch fast or punch really powerful because first we have to settle this problem and then we're going further, right? Mm -hmm. That's the same, but. Frequently here, what I come, what, what I came across here in Slovakia, I see how people are not uh, passionate about all these nitty gritty details yeah. of the health of the person. They're saying, "Man, come on, run! The burpees, yeah. they start to run. Yeah. Intervals, come on!" Of course not. Yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're looking for uh, a sports longevity, you have to think about your health. You That's are so all. right. I, I wanted to talk to you about that, and I, I love the fact that you use the expression nitty gritty as well. That's very good. Thanks. Uh, Let's talk about, I'm, I'm obsessed with food and nutrition. Um, I have my diet pretty dialed down. Uh, I know what my macros are, all of that kind of stuff. I'm pretty focused. I have a, a shoulder surgery as well. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm always rehabbing. In terms of what you would eat in a day, let's talk me through your day. Because you're training yourself, because I see the Instagram videos, you've got quite an aggressive training schedule for yourself. Yeah. And then you're training other people. What does a day look like for, for your food? Are you dog? You're in very good shape. Uh, clearly, your, uh, your body fat percentage is extremely low and your muscle mass is high. What do you eat in a day? Uh, that has to be also advice for the, everyone who watch us, right? Because if you want to train on the highest level... They have to believe you. Uh, they have to believe you definitely. I try to maintain six pack during of the year. Mm -hmm. I try to maintain the clean food schedule my entire year. Mm -hmm. I try to play with the carrots. I try to eat really good meat. Mm -hmm. I try to eat uh, uh, really good cottage cheese. I try to follow about my food, about all my of micro, you know, about yeah. all stuff. I try to take care about how much I drinking, how much water I drink. Yeah. I do not drink any any sodas or any other stuff because I want to look good. But in the same time, if you're, uh, if you know how that works, you can allow yourself sometimes something, right? Mm -hmm. But you still have to take care about it. What, but so, what do you eat in a day? So breakfast, oats, eggs. Uh, exactly. Like uh, uh, my routine looks like this. I'm waking up. Yeah. I'm starting my day from the eggs and uh, ground beef. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite breakfasts what yeah. I have, yeah. right? I'm taking about two eggs yeah. with about like a 70, 80 grams of the ground beef. Mm -hmm. Then in the few hours, I'd say four or five hours, I'm eating the cottage cheese. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so far... No carbs. Absolutely. Yeah. So far, no carbs. Yeah. And only then I am starting to eat white rice, mm -hmm. still with the beef mm -hmm. or with the fish. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a really big fan of the of the meat. Mm -hmm. You have to know also because meat gives you a power. I'm not, I have nothing against the vegans or vegetarians. Sure. Absolutely. So but please, haters, don't come at us. Absolutely. <laughs> but you have to know that, uh, you have to know that if you want to maintain these sources yeah, the of the power, levels, yeah. absolutely. You have to maintain, you, you have to maintain good number of the proteins inside your blood and you have to eat a lot of meat. I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm always interested. I always ask athletes. Uh, I've had the opportunity of interviewing many athletes in the past, what their, their diaries look like and their food terms. 
Um, one thing I'm, I'm curious about in Slovakia and is performance enhancing drugs. Uh, I see it uh, even at an amateur level. I see that people are taking. Is there something that uh, you've noticed with any of your students, or is it legal? Is it easy here? Is it is it is it complicated? It's trend. It's trend mainly. It's human growth hormone. It's it's the it's the big three, right? Of uh, well, I'd like to start. That's a really good question, though. I'd like to start uh, uh, to bring the topic uh, from the words as uh, nobody have to use any kind of the drugs, mm -hmm. uh, except the uh, except the, your uh, your doctor recommends you to use this, and that's absolutely necessary for your life, mm -hmm. right? But I have to say that also I never used it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent clean. Absolutely, because. Uh, I don't see any purpose. To be honest with you, uh, I try to read really a lot about uh, any kind of the drugs and how they're influenced on our body. Mm -hmm. I don't want to try to impact on my hormone system. I don't want to impact on my natural body. But you're 29. Your yeah. testosterone levels are pretty good, I'm sure. Uh, recovery for a fighter, human growth hormone makes sense. Trend for muscle mass building. I mean, I sound like a drug dealer here or a drug peddler, but no, I. it just so happens I've been watching a documentary yesterday on Netflix about the Balco, and then I watched the Icarus yeah. uh, about uh, the Russian doping system during the Olympics in the 80s and 90s, and the same in America as well. So everybody's, do everybody's doing it, everybody's done it, and it's normally the big three. So there's the human growth hormone, it's the testosterone, and then it's the trend trend butylone, I think yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah. All these uh, all these uh, drugs give you give you benefits mm -hmm. uh, against your opponents. Definitely, if your testosterone high, definitely you'll be uh, stronger mm -hmm. than your opponents. And definitely, when we're talking about professional level, the majority of the athletes use this, and everybody knows it. We watch Olympic games, and uh, uh, frequently results of these athletes they're going above our understanding level. That's mm -hmm. extremely high. You yeah. can see how were so far from the even the go closer to these results and it's not only about your training schedule that's not about how many liters of the water you take mm -hmm. it's about how good their doctors working and when you were when you were competing and fighting 16 17 years old did you see your fellow competitors even at that young age take performance oh uh, still i see on the martial arts and back in the day also how people try to use any some kind of the pre-workouts mm -hmm. some kind of the pre-workouts or they try to impact on their central nervous system mm -hmm. through the some preparates mm -hmm. i absolutely hate it to be mm -hmm. honest with you mm -hmm. because central nervous system is the uh, most sensitive part of our body and that's about our sleep that's about how how sensitive you are during the day uh, i want to mention that if uh, if you want to see yourself after six to seven years old healthy yeah. still you have to take care about your health right now you have to already start to take care about what you th what what you're taking and what i absolutely do not understand mm -hmm. i absolutely do not understand how uh, usual people, just like usual people who go to the gym, they're using some stuff for the, for like they're using injections or they want to be bigger through the like some test. I do not understand it. No. I can understand that when you're going on the competition level, when you're a really huge bodybuilder, more than 100 kilograms of the lean muscles. I can't understand it. Yeah. I do not. Uh, I do not use it, and I will never go on this level. It's extremely hard, also hard work. But uh, yeah, because there's calendars and absolutely. diaries. Absolutely, that's a discipline. And, that's a yeah. discipline, yeah. right? And uh, I don't understand usually people who yeah. go to the gym and who want. You see it? Have you seen it with the fighters here in Slovakia? You've noticed uh, it around. I, I mean, you don't have to name anybody's name, but you might have just seen it casually or heard in the community. Definitely, I see it. Yeah. Definitely, I see, and we can see it immediately how people doing only cardio work, but their muscles are growing. 
woman or they have one, one pump day per week, but they're still jacked and they're big. Uh, that's absolutely impossible. Absolutely impossible. Yeah. And uh, they don't need even to, uh, to say me, or oh, I don't use anything definitely yeah, you use. Yeah, and no. you don't need even to lie to us. That's even worse. Yeah. For me, better to say, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, there's, there's a very good uh, Instagram account called Natty or Not. Uh, and, the, and the guy goes around interviewing people in gyms, asking them if they've taken stuff and they haven't. And he says, Natty or Not. And most of them say not, because the truth is, I think in America specifically, uh, in, certainly in bodybuilding, is completely legal. There, are, there is the doping uh, uh, association. Uh, that has a clean competitions and then there's ones that they know that they take yeah, yeah, natural and natural and, and not natural so I'm fascinated to hear that say I want to talk about uh, the Slovak kickboxing scene yeah because you're clearly someone that can identify talent uh, you're passionate about coaching yeah. uh, you have your, your 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 techniques and your methods that are unique to you do you see any world-class kickboxers in, in 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 Slovakia that you think can be the best of the best of the best oh uh, I have to start it like last years. Last years, I start to move uh, throughout of the Europe and I start to train with the world, uh, with the world class professionals as Erika Verhoeven, as mm -hmm. other world class kickboxers, and I see how people train. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you, Slovakia currently not probably on the same level mm -hmm. because there are people thinking about every minute of their day. They have few coaches. They have coaches who follow the nutrition plan. They have coaches who follow the. Uh, they have. Um, shrinks who working on their mental health right people people try to provide absolutely different approach right do you think that's a money thing there's not that much you know people in slovakia like you, you mentioned uh verhoven is that yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a dutch guy right yeah, yeah in holland the the average salaries are much higher than the average salaries here in slovakia and they're a much more developed country in many ways maybe they have a much more effective system maybe even a mindset but do you think it's possible to think only rich people in Slovakia would think I'm going to hire a, a, a psychologist. I'm going to hire a nutritionist. I'm going to hire a, a conditioning coach. I'm going to hire you. And there's going to be a whole team around to try and make you the best in the world. That maybe that just the infrastructure doesn't exist here. Oh, also right, definitely. That that's a part of it. Also, countries as the Netherlands, they are much bigger than Slovakia, yeah. right? I I could recommend all people who compete here in Slovakia try to go on the other markets, right? Try mm -hmm. to try to yourself in the different countries and see how yeah. how that will travel definitely because when i train myself and when i'm going to the other countries i see how different people train and i'm starting to warm up and we train three hours and a half i'm going to the second session of a go three hours and a half i see how people train differently how people train really a lot and definitely you have to train really really a lot maybe sponsorship system also is different because we can see now how, how the you have you're, you're on instagram right you're a fighter yeah. for all this time you have for example two or three k followers because your market is so oh, small market here is so small that yeah. means when you have this number of the followers probably nobody will pay you money for your yeah. post or for your advertising, right? Only just a few sponsors are ready to do it. That means you're stuck, right? You, if I hope you weren't talking about Slovak Ambassador. Uh, we're going to grow my following. I'm going to take your help afterwards. You will, I'll give you some advice. Yeah, yeah. And I have to mention that when you're there, your market is bigger. For example, when guys in the, in sure. the United States go 
going to compete and they automatically earn about 10k followers uh in the one live stream in the, the zone right yeah. that's different right different yeah. markets and uh i recommend everyone start to look on the united states market if all like all sponsors who watch us if you want to see from your fighter such a high level you have to pay him money yeah. if you're looking from him any high level you have to support him with the money that's his recovery that his lifestyle sportsman will be successful if he will stop to think about his life if he will start to follow only his path of the fighter mm -hmm. if his family gonna have a lot of money mm -hmm. he will be absolutely quiet with this mm -hmm. his central nervous system will allow him to fully be focused on the work and mm -hmm. he's delighted come on yeah so you don't see that there are many world-class potential athletes in in slovakia would that be a nice challenge for you to take one of your students and say i'm going to make this guy the best in the world i won't I definitely won't. I still think I'm I'm young, yeah. right? And definitely, I I feel how number of my people who train with me is growing. What's the age group? I mean, I know it varies, but obviously, for someone to become world class, you have to start with them fairly young. Oh, let's say the oh, younger students. Uh, let's say the youngest student who I have has uh, five years old. The <laughs> oldest has sixty. Yeah approximately wow. uh they train in the different groups i try to how i mentioned before provide individual approach to the anyone mm -hmm. uh, how i said like a healthy kickboxing approach for the everyone <laughs> uh, uh on the instagram i have much bigger audience of the students i try mm -hmm. to help people also online i sell my online online courses mm -hmm. i learn people how to become fast mm -hmm. i learn people how to even at home even without equipment mm -hmm. take take your skills on the next level and that's absolutely possible i try mm -hmm. to share with people my knowledge and uh, definitely everyone who trained with me will show the progress everyone but is there one of your students that you think this guy he's he can be world-class uh you can be honest this yeah. is the podcast is called undiplomatic you can turn around and say no Zolf. most of them are pretty crap yeah or, or most of them are, are okay or most of them can be good but really i because there's there's dedication there's passion, there's physique, there's a lot of things. There's mindset probably the most important, but you also have to have the magic T in talent. Yeah. First, I'd like to mention that everyone who trains with me is a hero and everyone who <laughs> goes to the gym is a hero because you're finding the time during, of the, during of the, your hard life routine. You have to feed your family. You have yeah. to do a lot of stuff. You have a lot of details. You come to the gym yeah. and you, f you have time to, to go to the gym yeah. and to have people who come to yeah, me. Yeah, I respect say, that. Yeah, like I'm saying, like, I have like a, I have a probably like a, I'm too weak. I have no power. And ultimately, they're asking the questions, man, how I have to throw like a powerful, give me more advice. So they're growing. But to be honest with you, when we're revealing like this topic, I have to mention that the vast majority of the people who I see, they are coming with the, with the absolute amazing passion. They're saying, I want to compete on the professional level. I have this power and I see they're talented. But usually, I don't know why that works. Like these mm -hmm. people who has this natural talent, they do not appreciate it as a people who starting from the scratch, from the zero, and they have nothing on the beginning. For the person, uh, for the person who... Um, um, the person who uh, have obstacles mm -hmm. on the absolutely every step of his career, of his path, uh, that's going to be much more interesting in the future because yeah. you're pushing yourself through the, through the struggles. But I hope my champions will come. I got already experience with the Adrian Bartel. That's like a Slovakian fighter. We've done such a nice camp together. Um, he won his competition on the... Uh, on the RFA, mm -hmm. we trained together extremely hard, mm -hmm. extremely hard. He pushed his ass through and ultimately <laughs> he won. He showed he's the best form and I hope we'll work together. 
mindset is a big issue for me. I grew up in the UK and we're taught from a very young age, you can have everything. Yeah. You can shoot for the stars. It's part, like America in some respects, you're not told to limit yourself. If you want to be the best in the world, this is the country that can help you do it. It was, it was never a question. It wasn't even the country. It was just the fact that you were told that you could have dreams. Mm. I notice here that I see my children are in sport here. And I, I've never heard anyone at their age say, I want to be an Olympic gold medalist. I've yeah. never heard it. I don't feel that there's the belief in the country, in sport generally, that they can be the best. And maybe that's different than in kickboxing. Maybe you tell me. In Russia, for sure, everybody knows you can be the best because it's a history, a legacy of gold, Olympic gold medals in all the sports. You know, you, I think of Sergei Bubka, go back to his time, or you think of the gymnasts of the 90s. Every sport, Russia was always focused on their camps and their training. Eight-year-old boys are training six hours a day. It was always a, a pathway to greatness. I don't know if that's, that exists here in Slovakia. To be honest with you, when I came here, I found for myself such an interesting fact. People here thinking really a lot about healthy lifestyle still. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I got this right, probably they're thinking here about this more than even in Russia. People here mm -hmm. thinking about the sport really a lot. Mm -hmm. We can see more people here run than in Slovakia. Uh, here more people run than in Russia for sure, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, simultaneously they don't want to go to the com uh, to the competition. Uh, you have to know, and like everybody who watch us have to know that if you're going to compete, you have to know that's not about the health, right? That's about that's about being in the zone. Absolutely, that's a little bit dangerous for health. Yeah. Really, you have to you have to get injured really yeah. easy. But that's for the no people. one can ever brace you for impact right you can Absolutely. do all the training in the world but once you get hit you know you've been hit yeah and you have to know you have to have guts for it right yeah. to, to go on this level yeah. against other people yes is uh, a good word. that's really hard yeah i, I want to now come to a, a, another thing that you mentioned just now is the live stream and growing your instagram it's become a business for you too uh, and I've seen that you have, I don't know, five, I said 570 or 580,000 followers. Every day you're committed to posting certain uh, content. Do you feel like you become a slave then a little bit to the social media or you understand that it feeds your business? Or oh, to be honest with you, as strengths for me, that's a job. Mm -hmm. I feel how that's my work, but I never do this because I should or I must to push myself yeah. through. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I love to do what I love to do, yeah. right? And I find Insta Instagram for myself the place that uh, I um, I find Instagram for, my, for myself the place where I can meet a lot of people, where I come across a lot of interesting tutorials, information, where I can learn from the others. I, ca I came across there a lot of really... Uh, really wise rehabilitologist and that's really interesting area instagram for me is the my business definitely but that's but also you, my I, passion i've seen also uh, some posts uh, i looked at your posts okay some people are not very nice on your comments as yeah. well and saying you know shut up you you don't you don't fight anymore yeah. uh what do you know um, and you know, it's quite, you know, you just have to haters, like, uh, haters are going to hate, right? Absolutely. Like, uh, first think about it, you know, you'll be agree with me right now. When I read all this comment yeah. on the comment section under my post and I feel how people do not love me. Some people do not love me, but you agree with me. Some people also, you do not love, right? Yeah. I do not love. That's yeah. absolutely normal. Yeah. 
you do not love somebody, they do not love somebody. And somebody, that's you. Yeah. Absolutely. When you're going on the highest, highest level, right, you feel how uh, you come across more and more haters, more people who do not like what you're doing. And even when you will compete, they will say you're thrown incorrectly, right? For me, that's an indicator of my progress when I see how people that's hate That's a good way to look at it. And I see now that you're wearing your swag. Gorilla Wear is, uh, is, uh, is a sponsor of yours. When it comes to paid partnerships and when it comes to collaborations, do the brands approach you or do you approach the brands? Of In the market currently, that works uh, by the two different ways, right? The vast majority of the people who I know, they're working with some agencies, right? They have managers and managers have to find for them some, some work, right? Mm -hmm. I do not have any manager, to be honest with you. I have only my little brother who helps me with the, also with all undertakings, mm -hmm. with the sponsorships mm -hmm. and with different stuff. So uh, cool that you have this kind of family Absolutely, vibe. that's like a brotherhood in the first place. Yeah. I really like to feel support of my brother mm -hmm. in all my things. So when I'm traveling, when I do when I do any hard videos, when I want to record something, he supports me always. <laughs> when we're going back to this topic, uh, I have, I'm on the second option. Mm -hmm. When you're just working by yourself and you have to find sponsors by yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, with the Gorilla, we build such a... Uh, such a great relationship. I'm in the great relationship with the entire brand. That's such a huge company. I love how they work. I love the mindset. I start to work also with the Markularity. They're providing for me watches. Mm -hmm. uh, also such a nice company i already like uh, met the owners you know what i mean like we spoke a few times on the phone such a great guys uh i'm considering my work only with the um, only under the long-term cooperation mm -hmm. i love long-term cooperation sure. when we have with the brand same same mindset same view same concept and that means we'll grow together mm -hmm. it's interesting for me because now instagram is a shop window uh regular channels of advertising and marketing have changed now you're in your shop window and then you you have a direct consumer uh, engagement which didn't exist before I, you know i told you i'm i'm fairly old now when you were selling things in the past there were different ways of marketing now you don't need well you can use an agency but you don't need agency if you've got content that uh, appeals to people that are interested in what you do I've seen some of your more recent stuff. There's a little bit of comedy going in there as well. Mm -hmm. Is that something you decided about? Or does that make you less serious? Or is it something that you wanted to explore? I like to experiment with the content. Yeah. I like to do different stuff. Yeah, and... because it's, a lot of the stuff is the same. Absolutely. If you turn on any social media, you'll see 800 guys telling you about calorie deficit. Yeah. The 800 same guys, different guys, different things telling you about calorie deficit. Or telling you that compound lifts are, are important. You have to diversify your content. So the comedy thing is something that's interesting. Uh, I don't want to be like a comedian on the Instagram, right? <laughs> I don't want to do this style, but I uh, sometimes I'd like to record uh, something funny, yeah. right? Not only useful content, right? Because yeah. people have to know me as a person. I love to share with them my ideas, right? Mm -hmm. About my vision of the view. I cannot just post tutorials and how and useful content. I want to share with people your uh, life, uh, like uh, my life, or like uh, some details of the, my life, or like uh, my video. I want to share with them motivational mm -hmm. or motivational videos, motivational content. I want to inspire people to go to the gym and move the ass. Definitely. <laughs> I want to do this. Yeah. And that's a good, that's a good thing to do <laughs> people, because generally people are quite lazy. Um, I want to then now focus. We have a few minutes left. Mm -hmm. What is the future for you? What do you see? Uh, it wasn't easy being it isn't easy being a foreigner living in slovakia as a russian person living in slovakia as a british person living in slovakia 
has it was it difficult to integrate at the beginning you know now are things a little bit more complicated given what's happening around the corner definitely i know now more people than i knew in the beginning right i have people in the different well you're a celebrity the, here right i will bit. not say i'm celebrity right because still yeah, i'm mostly well known on the us and european market uh slovakian market for me is not the biggest part of my audience right mm -hmm. i try to focus on the united states i love these guys from the united states i try to help guys online from the united states mm -hmm. uh i know this mentality this i love this mentality i love Uni united states mentality mm -hmm. and um uh, in the slovakian market i um i i think now i know more about slovakian market uh i opened my first gym here two years ago yeah uh that was the small small gym home format right now already open in the bigger gym mm -hmm. in the bigger district of the city i'm waiting i'm anticipating more people on this place definitely i know already how that works i have imagination about the strategy how i will invite people in my gym and how like and why they will come to me right mm -hmm. and definitely i'm so glad how many people already train here and how many slovakian people i helped i think it's maybe the first russian in the history of mankind that says i love the united states and everything they do out there yeah. maybe we've we've got a first exclusive uh, of that um in terms of celebrities i know you don't like that word because you already avoided it once but uh, slovakia I didn't even know if they have any celebrities. I can speak to the guys in the office and they'll tell me five or six names. And I said, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. It's not Brad Pitt, is it? It's it's not Angelina Jolie. No, I just mentioned the people that used to be married. But you train a few celebrities, don't you? Locally, you train oh. a few politicians. You can mention their names because they're on your Instagram posts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, I mentioned... Uh I mentioned them like also like before in my Instagram post, how you yeah. said, right? Like I mentioned them on my stories, like yeah. some people who I train here, I trained like here politicians, I train here some successful businessmen. Uh, of, you can drop some names, it's okay. Absolutely, like uh, I trained like uh, Michael Truban, I train, you know, like uh, that's, uh, I train him now, he, he runs some politician campaign right yeah. now. Uh, I train like Andriy Stanchik, he also like uh, to run some politician activity there. I train like a lot of people, also like a businessman who who names I cannot reveal to be honest with you because no they problem. are huge sharks on the market and yeah. they're not going to the public so much and not understood. Uh, not a good like uh, opinion about them sometimes yeah. on the social media. Yeah. Uh, I, I got experience about training people in the night who cannot be during of the daylight in the gym, right? Wow. Also their names. Super I, cool. I cannot reveal, right? Who some James me, Bond training there. Some kind of this, right? Pe uh, people who ask me, could gym would be like just close without anybody in the gym? Do they pay more for that? Uh, I'm taking the same money from the everyone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but to be honest with you, in the same time, regardless how many followers I have, I got like a semi like uh, my friends or like my mates who ask me about them and I have no money right now, but I want to train so much. I'm saying, come, absolutely. I'm not, a, I'm not the guy who will think about commercial issues all this time. I want to be a human first. I want to be a coach first. And uh, that's not about number of the followers. It's not about your own big gym or small gym. You have to be a human. That's a very refreshing uh, philosophy to have. Like I've said, your new nickname is the fighting philosopher um in terms of the future but you're not a commercial man but let's there might be some people who listen to this podcast and think it's very easy for a guy that has 500,000 followers paid partnerships his own gym uh celebrities politicians businessmen paying him and i know you said them you mentioned the same amount for everyone 
but they maybe think that it's easier for you to say this because you, you're in a different position, in a more comfortable position. Um, your future is going to be growing this business. How do you how do you see how do you react to what someone might say to that? Oh, oh for purpose number one for me, the goal number one on my horizon is the oh, is having the biggest gym in Slovakia with the number of the people, with the credibility, with the, with the, uh, with a different environment inside. I wanna I wanna have the best people in my gym. Mm -hmm. I wanna have the most number of people in my gym. I wanna help now with more clients. You How know, much like, money is that gonna take? You mean like a building of the gym? Yeah, investment. Oh, uh, investment, like a smallest investment. Like uh, we can count if you're building a gym about like a 500 square meters. We can count from the like a 20 till 60 and more k, right? Yeah. 67 you have to know here is no limit i could say like you can open the gym with a like a 20 25 30k mm -hmm. right investment here at the gym and the, that would be a cool gym with everything you i'm not a big fan of the used stuff i mm -hmm. try to buy all the stuff in you mm -hmm. uh and uh, the future is uh, like uh, give my company to grow and uh, give my like a internet company to grow i'm talking about my instagram about my youtube channel I try to run my youtube channel try to run tiktok all the social medias you it's have so to. much and then also selling your training program as well which is oh uh, yeah i'm about making now like a new online course for the people how to become more flexible in the martial arts mm -hmm. and reveal for the people information how this flexibility impacts on your trainings and that's right now you and your brother manage all of this my brother helps me so much yeah. my family helps me so much but now. you need clearly you need Need some more people to, to to come on board and help you on this uh, voyage yeah but you have to know that you have to be an expert with all these things yeah, right like it's uh, difficult if not you nobody right like yeah. uh uh brother helps me so much he has still a school right he has still his <laughs> issues yeah, yeah yeah and also my family you have to know now i have like a five month daughter right i have yeah, now yeah, like a beautiful girl with me and and you're married to us oh you're with a slow you're married to a slovak lady uh, i'm with a slovak no, lady so. i want to be with her my entire life yeah. like this girl supports me so much and uh, uh, this girl, he, she gives me this motivation to move on, yeah. to move me through the obstacles don't exist when you have two, two beautiful girls with you. Okay, so I have one last question. Yeah. I think we've covered a lot of really interesting topics. Yeah. You mentioned America. You mentioned no obstacles. You have a, a goal of setting up the biggest, baddest, the baddest ass gym in, in Slovakia. Yeah. But for you... With this kind of personality, with this kind of drive, with this kind of ambition, do you not think America or the United Kingdom or Germany uh, is the next progression for your career? And would your wife or your partner, the Slovak uh, partner who you mentioned has supported you all the way, be willing to move your young daughter or your, new, your family to another country? I'm sure that like my family, my people who with me, right, they will be with me entire life, regardless which place I'm going they're going to be surround, they're going to be with me, close on my shoulder, I will support each other, right? Uh, definitely, I'm considering growing more and more and more. That's why I started to move to the different countries and record content with the different influencers, with the different fighters, because uh, I'm talking, I'm taking some audience from them, they're taking some audience from me, and we're growing together. Mm -hmm. for, for the both sides, that's great. We're growing together. And I really want to move to the United States to see how market works inside. I want to also collab with the different influencers and bloggers mm -hmm. and grow more and uh, there are no limit. Brilliant. Well, Pavel Trusov, 
the fighting philosopher. For me, it's been an honor, a pleasure. Same for me. Uh, I, I, I love athletes. I love spending time with people who are focused and passionate about what they do. Also, it's impressive that you've managed to move your passion into an effective business. Uh, I wish you every success in the future. And I thank, thank you, you very, much. very much for joining Undiplomatic. Pavel Trusov, it's been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. You have been listening to the Undiplomatic Podcast, brought to you by Zulfayat Khan. 